Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of The Basic Witch. As always, I'm Cassie. How's it going? day. It's been weird, y'all. So, listen, I know that we have seven planets in retrograde at the moment, but what the fuck is happening? Things are getting crazy. Like, I don't know if it's just me, but I've had to repeat myself like 85 times to people who normally get it the first time. And I caught <laughs> So this guy was in the store Saturday and he acts shady as fuck the whole time he's in there. I've been a little sus- you know, suspicious of him. He's a little suspect, whatever. He is in there and he spills his drink and his um, like drink from McDonald's that he brought in. I didn't hear it. I didn't see it. I just see this guy fumbling at self-checkout. So I go over there and I see, when I get closer, I see that there's liquid all over the floor. So I'm like, oh, what happened? I was like, what's on the floor? And he says, oh, uh, I dropped my pop. And I was like, oh, okay. Like we can clean it up. So I go over to help him clean up, or to start cleaning up, and he's acting real suspicious. So I look up at the screen, and I notice he's only scanned, like, three items, but he's got, like, 17 items in his bag, and I'm like, that's a little fishy. Then he says to me, oh, I need you to take something off his scan twice. And I'm thinking, you have, like, 18 things in your bag, you've only scanned three items, and none of them are duplicates. So I'm like, well, I'm going to go ahead and have to have you bring up at the regular register because I have to clean this up and that way we're not standing in it so we'll just take all your stuff over there so I grab all the stuff and as I'm grabbing some of the stuff he's taking stuff out of his bags that he's already quote unquote scanned puts it in a basket and leaves it there so I take it all over to the register I'm like oh hey you forgot these he said I don't want those I thought well that's kind of odd because you scan them put them in your bag quote unquote you said you scanned them they were in your bag of all the items that you supposedly scanned so that made me a little suspicious. So I went and watched the camera, and lo and behold, that was, oh, that was scratchy. Lo and behold, this dude literally was only scanning the food items because he only brought his DBT card with him. I'm like, all right, maybe he accidentally, you know, he forgot whatever that he um, brought that, but he was putting the items in the bag that he hadn't scanned. And then he would scan uh, like a dollar thing of Pop-Tarts, but then he would put in the bag the dollar thing of Pop-Tarts, the $15 thing of Stouffer's lasagna, and a pack, a large box pack, $5 pack of plastic spoons. So yeah, you're definitely trying to steal. So he didn't get away with it there because I made him go to the regular register where we rang him up for everything. So I was in the store yesterday, that was Saturday, today's Sunday, I went in the store yesterday and had a little bit of work to do. I went in in my normal street clothes, just a few things I wanted to check on the computer. And I look up and he's at the register. And I'd already told my girls, if this man comes in, do not let him use self-checkout. But so they had turned it off because he was in the store. And then one of the girls was back there with me and she told the other girl, hey, you know, it's all good, Cassie's watching. So. He had no idea I was in the office watching the camera, and he specifically asked my girl if she will turn on self-checkout because he wants to use self-checkout. I watch, he scans 
the uh, thing of food first. He scans one of them, puts two in the bag. Then he scans a loaf of bread and puts a loaf of bread and some trash bags in his bag. Then he scans a second loaf of bread and puts a loaf of bread and a giant jug of dish soap in his bag. So I, that was it. That's all the confirmation I needed. I ran up to the front. I walk up and I pick my little head around him and said, um, excuse me, sir, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and ask you to leave my store. And he just looks at me like, who the fuck are you? Because I'm obviously in street clothes. I'm literally wearing my witch hat and everything and bringing a coffee. And I said, I'm going to go ahead and ask you to leave my store one more time. And he just looks at me like, who the fuck? And then he realizes who the fuck I am. He remembers me from the day before. So I said, uh, I watched you not scan those items. He said, oh, it was an accident. I said, really? It was an accident. You scanned one item and put like four in your bag and you did the same shit when I caught you Saturday. That was some weird feedback going on. I said the same thing you did Saturday. When... All right, we got some little statics. The same thing you did Saturday when I made you go to the regular register, then you didn't want any of the non-food items. So he turns and puts his hands on the cart and stares me like he gives me this look like he wants to fucking kill me. Like he's trying to like, you know, uh, intimidate me. I said, you can either leave my store or I can call the police right now, which you want. He said, fine, but then just stood there staring at me. I said, then go get the fuck out. So he left. And I went back and watched the camera because the girls had told me he was in there Thursday night. I went back and watched the camera from Thursday night. Caught him stealing about $150 worth of items. And then I know he's been there multiple times this month. So I've got a lot of work to do to go back and do some searching. The kicker is his girlfriend, who was the lookout for him on Thursday, applied for a job. Like, are you fucking stupid? So I'm going to call her for an interview. And I'm going to show her the video. And then I am going to remind her or let her know that she's no longer allowed in our store ever and I am prosecuting them so here's the thing guys I'm not really a dick when it comes to this stuff but because everything that happened I don't get a bonus the more theft that occurs in my store means that I don't get my money that I deserve for it I don't get paid as much as I should because people steal that I can't control and that is not okay so that is uh how my weekend has been. But I thought, you know what? I'm just going to let it happen. And I'm going to report it. And we'll move on. So, I just don't get people. It is what it is. So, I hope everyone else is having a great time. Because I am trying to find a way to sage the entire fucking globe. Because I think we all need a cleansing and a reset and a redo. And just something. Because fuck, man, it's getting crazy out here. Other than that, things have been just normal. Normally crazy. That was the door slam, sorry. The wind kind of fucking takes it a little bit. So today we are talking about Mabin. Or some call it the fall equinox. This is one of the Sabbaths that and it's one that's often overlooked, and I don't know why, because I fucking love Mabin. I love the fall equinox. I love it. You're so close to Samhain. You can smell it in the air. I'm recording this about a week, about two weeks before. And I am so excited for this. I literally cannot wait. I am so fucking pumped. 
I'm actually um, recording this on September 11th today, so it actually has been a kind of an emotional day dealing with all of that, I'm looking back, reflecting on everything, which is kind of a good tie-in for Maven because this is basically like the pagan Thanksgiving. And this is a time that I like to use to reflect on things, reflect on the year that we've had and all the craziness and the good, the bad, and just really make some some changes and some things and uh, set my, my plans out for the, the year to come. But I don't understand why people really don't make a big deal of Maven as much as I do. I, I love it. It is a time where the, the leaves are crisp, are crunchy and crispy and there's a crispness in the air, especially in the mornings, there's that chill and it's boot season and it's cardigan weather and it's just the most amazing time and it's not fair how short it is. I really wish that fall would last as long as summer and winter because it is just a beautiful, beautiful time and it really sucks that it's only like a month and What's crazy is I remember when I was little, it was like fall lasted for several months, but now it's like a month and it's gone. We're lucky if we get like a good solid week of fall and then bam, right into winter. I don't like that. I don't like that. When we lived in Arizona, there was no fall. It was the same landscape, same atmosphere, same everything year round. And I did not like that at all. It, it got cold at night in the desert, obviously, and then hot as fuck in the, the daytime. But there was no fall, there was no changing scenery, the leaves didn't change color, there was no beauty out there, it was just gray, tan, ugh. I know some people love the desert, and it is very beautiful out there, it really truly is. I'm not saying anything bad about that, I'm saying that there's no fall changes in Phoenix, and I need the change of seasons, and I didn't get that out there. So thankfully I only spent a year out there, because it was horrible. And it came back in time for fall here in Indiana because fuck yeah I did I just <laughs> everything worked weird um, the reason we came back is because my dad actually had passed away um, it was last week on the 6th was uh, 7 years and it's not easy uh, they say it gets easier but it doesn't pain just becomes more normalized but that's a whole uh, other episode, so... Maven. Let's get back to Maven. I'm so sorry. I did not mean to get, like, so zoned out emotional there. I don't understand why people don't love it as much as I do. I'm not saying everybody has to, but it is overlooked in a lot of ways. But this episode is going to be focused more on modern-day Maven and modern-day celebrations. If you are looking for traditional Maven content... You can listen to any of my older Maven episodes. Uh, They are all available anywhere you listen to podcasts. I just want to focus more on the more modern day type celebrations and how we are really changing and evolving and changing what we do. We're changing our traditions. We're taking old traditions and modifying them, altering them, and basically just making our own versions of them and I think it's really great I think some people really find it important to keep with the traditions and that's great if that's what you want and that works for you then fantastic I love it continue with it but I like to take 
the traditions, like the old traditional traditions. And I like to put my own spin on them. And I think that that is becoming more relevant as we are growing and really transforming into a newer generation of witches. So, excuse me, I'm going to start off by reading this little excerpt from Rachel Henderson. Maven. Maven is the harvest of the fruits. It's time to preserve what you have grown or foraged. Take stock of what you have and make plans to acquire what you need to get through the winter months. Charm your storage containers to keep your foods fresh. Work money and safety magic now. It's also the time for mending. Prepare any clothes, blankets, or other household items that need it. Make rags from any clothing, sheets, or towels that can't be repaired and use them to dust the house, especially the door and window frames, blinds, and the tops of cabinets. Sprinkle dried peppermint or spearmint in the back of cupboards and behind the stove, refrigerator, washing machine, dryer, and the like for health and to repel ants and other pests. Pests, sorry, that sounds weird. Give rugs extra attention now, taking them out and giving them a shake. Put up your summer clothes and lightweight blankets with dried sprigs of rosemary and bay leaves so that they remember the sun while they are stored away. I think that is just a nice little, um, oh, sorry, um, I, I just apologize for hitting the mic. That's a nice little, uh, summary of Maven, really. Uh, it, you know, tells you what Maven is. It tells you some things, you know, to keep in mind, to do. And I really like that. I've just been drawn to that, um, to that little paragraph for quite some time now. And I really wanted to share that with you guys. So. We are going to kick off, obviously, uh, by doing a little bit of a, a recap on Maven and a little bit of the tradition side of it before we get into how to celebrate it in a more modern way. So, it's also known as the Pagan Thanksgiving, and I've always considered it like the Witch's Thanksgiving, as well as um, a couple other. To me, this is more like you know the second Thanksgiving, but the more realistic things. I mean, does that make sense? I hope so. Anyway, so Maven this year is on Saturday, September 23rd, which for our listeners is the day this episode comes out. Actually, um, no, this episode will come out a day early. It's going to come out on Friday, September 22nd, so that everybody has the opportunity to listen to it the day before. Um, if you're a paid subscriber, obviously this is coming out the week before. If you are not able to celebrate on the exact day, I just want to make this very clear. You can celebrate the next day. You can celebrate the whole weekend. Life is crazy busy. And honestly, if you go back through the calendar, this isn't even the exact day anymore anyway. Because we've added days. We have you know, all this fucking change shit going on in there. We're moving like a mill, or we're losing like a millisecond or something every year. I don't understand how all it works. Travis was explaining it to me the other day about how time works as far as like we're further ahead than what we used to be and things are different or we're behind. Sorry. We are a little bit further behind than we would have been. That's why summer seems like it's lasting so much longer and winter is lasting so much longer because we are off balance from what we originally were thousands and thousands of years ago or whatever you know what I mean so don't panic if you 
if this episode comes out and you didn't hear it until Sunday, the day after Maven, it's fine. You can still celebrate that day. It's totally fine. You are totally fine. So the theme is harvest, gratitude, abundance, balance, preparation, um, welcoming and embracing the dark and just kind of breaking through. It's a time for, excuse me, for the final harvest. Uh, Traditionally, how, (laughs) wow, traditionally anyway. However, today, harvest season actually lasts a little longer. Um, They will be harvesting well past Maven and into uh, the beginning of October. It seems like it just gets later and later every year. And I think, again, that goes back to the fact that we are on a different timeline, really, if you think about, you know, the adding in leap years and an extra leap day and all kinds of shit, we really put ourselves in a different time frame. I hope that makes sense. One of the uh, more known facts about Maven is it is obviously the fall equinox, which means that daylight and nighttime darkness are equal. We have the same amount of daylight as we do darkness for that one day. And from there on, every day will start to get a little bit shorter and the nights will start to get a little bit longer. It is yucky. I mean, it's it's not yucky. It's just embracing the darkness. I'm not... Here's the thing. I like the dark. I like nighttime. I also like having daylight so I don't have to turn on all my lights in my house. I like to have just small dim lights on, candles lit. I don't like having a lot of bright light, but I also don't want to have to turn on a bunch of uh, lights in the house to be able to see. I want to be able to have or the bright daylight coming in. So I want that golden hour all the time. I'm asking for so much. I know. It's like such a way little bitch. I just, I, I don't, I don't want it to like, get dark at like 5 p.m. I need that little bit extra daylight so I don't feel like I'm going to work in the dark and leaving in the dark makes me feel like I've just wasted away my entire day in a place that I really have began to hate being at. So the beauty of summer is fading away and the gorgeous sights of autumn are taking over the landscape and I'm telling you what I am so fucking excited for the for fall even though obviously the darkness, but it's just an amazingly gorgeous, gorgeous scenery, especially in the Midwest. I know there are places around that do not have the changes. Like I said, Phoenix, you don't see those changes. And that's so depressing to me. Um, It's really, really sad because it's just such a gorgeous, gorgeous view. I plan on this year actually getting out, taking a lot of pictures of the beauty and I'll even do, I always say I'm going to and I always forget, or I'll, I'll take it and then I just forget to post it. I'm going to do a time lapse of driving through our town and seeing all the leaves in full color and just how fucking beautiful the trees are and the park and how gorgeous everything is with the fall in full swing and, and all the beautiful, beautiful landscape that there is with it. All right, so as a recap, some of the symbolize, symbol, <laughs> symbols... Jesus, I'm so tired of this weird noise. I don't know what it is. I know it's my computer, honestly. Actually, I do know what it is. My computer is old as fuck and desperately need a new one. I'm never, ever buying a refurbished one again because it's been shit. 
like I said, a, a professional podcaster would go and edit that all out and redo it, but you guys have me instead, so sorry. Some symbols of Maven. Cornucopia, or the Horn of Plenty. I love saying the word cornucopia. I think it's fun. I think it rolls off my tongue nicely, and I think it's just a fun word, cornucopia. I like it. Do I have a cornucopia? No. Do I think they're cool? All right. But I just like saying the word cornucopia. I don't know. Apples, acorns, leaves, um, dried ears of corn. These are all symbols of Maven. Um, Now, as we are starting new traditions and new uh, ways to celebrate, we're going to start adding newer symbols that add in that really symbolize the Sabbath for us. And everybody's different. You may not associate Maven with any of that shit. And that's completely fine because it's whatever works for you, whatever feels right for you. You say it with me. There's no wrong way to be a witch. You are correct. Flowers. Sunflowers, thistles, marigolds. I think of mums as well. Uh, They're just a sign of fall in general and they're beautiful. Some can get fucking ginormously huge, but it's just an overall aesthetic that I love. I just keep talking about it because I love it so much. Colors. Red, gold, orange, yellow, green, brown. Honestly, just if you don't know what color associates with it and you live in an area where it changes, open the door. Any color out there you see is what you associate with Maven. For me, anyway. It's whatever color you see that makes you think about Maven. There you go. Deities. We've got several, but I'm going to focus on just a few because it's it's a lot if we go into all of them. But most importantly, the Green Man, that is where a lot of the original tradition is centered around, is the Green Man. We've got Morgan um, and Anana. I know I'm going to fuck that up. Perspone. I fucked that up. I'm so sorry. Um, Dementor, and there's a couple others, but we will do a whole other segment on deities of the Sabbaths uh, later time. Herbs are yarrow, rosemary, chamomile, sage, mugwort, rose hips, flowers are, or, so those, sorry, uh, animals, owls, stag, blackbirds, salmon, which I never really got, but okay. I think turkey, because I think of it being the witch's Thanksgiving, but. So different crystals are hematite, topaz, centrine, tiger's eye, obviously, amber, bloodstone, obsidian, peridot, any kind of quartz, ruby, eventrine, moss agate, jasper, and sapphire. Did I say sapphire twice? I feel like I said it twice. It really just depends on who you talk to, what your sources are. Everybody will tell you that they have some different crystal that they associate with Maven, and you know what? That's okay that's completely fine. If you feel like diamond is the best representation of Maybun for you, then it's fucking diamond. Okay, that's what it is. I have a special place in my heart for amethyst. I want amethyst to be everywhere. However, with Maven, I associate tiger's eye more than anything. I think because it's brown, I think for me it's the colors, like the citrine being yellow and tiger's eye being the brown, ruby's obviously being red. I think that for me, that's why my brain goes to those places. But honestly, if you want to put a diamond or amethyst or fucking sodalite or amazonite or any fucking crystal that you associate with it, that's fine because that's what you associate with it. 
and it is what it is. Foods. This is important. Corn, beans, squash, apples, pumpkins, pumpkin cider, apple cider, all the ciders, root veggies, pomegranate, and of course, wine. Here's the thing. Again, just like with the crystals and the flowers and everything else. If it's a food that you associate with Maven, with the fall equinox, then it is a food that we are going to label as associated with it because we are all different. We are not back in fucking like 900 years ago when we all had to do the exact same things and all the same shit. In fact, witches never really actually did that. They were never, everybody was the same because there was no handbook back in the 1600s of how to be a witch. There was no explanation of, oh, hey, we're going to associate this, this, and this with it. And if you don't associate those, then you're not a real witch. There was no gatekeeping shit back then. Witches did their thing and they did not get bothered or gatekept or talk shit about by other witches because they were happy. They were minding their own business and they were doing their own shit. So that's what we're going to continue to do. That's a tradition we are going to carry on with. We are not going to gatekeep people's traditions. We're not going to gatekeep people's celebrations or what they do or how they do them. If it makes them fucking happy, it makes them fucking happy. We're just going to leave them be, okay? Because we want people to leave us be. I know I sound a little rush, rash and a little hard, but y'all, I am so over the gatekeeping shit I can't do it anymore I just left another Facebook group a couple days ago because people were literally going on and on and on about how this witch isn't really a witch because she said this or she has that or she did that I don't give two fucks if she's a witch she says she's a witch she practices witchcraft and she does something a little different than you and let her fucking do it let him do his thing. Just let people be. It's not hard. It will be a much happier place where I minded their own shit and didn't worry about what everyone else was doing. Sorry for that, Lorian. I was just a little angry. So, again, maybe is a time to really truly celebrate the amazing things that Mother Earth offers us regularly. I mean, this is not something she just gives us once and we're done. Mother Earth provides for us all year round, and this is just a great time to honor her and to celebrate that. It's a time to reflect and be thankful for all the things that we have, um, show real gratitude for where we are in life. Uh, I know, you know, we struggle, we have things that go back and forth, but it really is a great time to just be thankful for all of that, be understanding and just Count our blessings, honestly. I hate to say it that way, but seriously, it is. Uh, Mabin gives us a natural time to reflect on our exchange of energy and how much we have gained from this earth and how much we've given back to this earth. The energy that we gain from just Mother Nature's gifts in general is absolutely unreal. If you are a subscriber, you listen to the water episode, uh, the bonus episode, out, talking about all the fucking energy that's built up in water. It's 4.5 billion years old. That's a lot of time for energy to build up in water. And there's some amazing things we talked about that you can do with water in your craft and how awesome it is. And it's free. Water is 
spring to go get out of the river to get from a spring to collect from the rain if you are eligible to in the state that doesn't you know cite you for collecting rainwater which if you go check out that episode you'll know exactly what i'm talking about and i also gave you a way to do it without getting in trouble if you are in one of those states but things like this are free mother nature provides us with these gifts and we get energy from them and then we return it back it's just a crazy cycle and it's a like I said, it's a great time just to reflect on all of that. And it's also an ideal time to make shifts, cuts, changes, and rebalance what feels off to us. This is a time to prepare for the darkness. We need to almost pretend like we are back in the olden days where during the winter they didn't go out. They didn't have access to just run to the store when they were out of summer they needed something they prepared ahead they got their shit ready to go before the winter even hit so that they didn't have to go out in the cold they could stay in nice cozy and warm around the fire they were prepared and honestly in the world that we're living in right now i think that that is something that can be very handy and helpful for us if we go back to that thought process of preparing and creating an abundance of things that we are going to need in preparation for whatever may come but especially winter um you are ordering supplies or you go to the store and you have an extra two dollars and you see that they have you know um cinnamon sticks oh my god i said it fucking right i'm not gonna say it because i'll jinx it they have those sticks on sale two for a dollar go ahead and buy a couple never a bad idea to have too many of those things like that if you are presented with the opportunity to stock up on something at a price that is reasonable and it's something you can actually swing and be okay do it you never know what's going to happen and not just with our supplies but in our our regular everyday mundane lives as well things are getting crazy so if you have the opportunity to get yourself ahead a little bit do it take that opportunity because shit's getting unreal and we we need to be cautious so Let's uh, go ahead and take a little break before we start getting into celebrations because we got a lot of celebration things to uh, talk about. So here's a little ad. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so like I said, we are taking some traditional celebrations and we're putting more of a modern spin on them. And a lot of these are celebrations that even people in the broom closet can still do without anyone knowing what you are doing or that you're a witch or giving them any suspicions whatsoever. So let's talk about the first way. Decorate your home for autumn. This is literally one of the simplest ways to celebrate Maven, Fall Equinox, whatever you prefer to call it. 
get out all of your fall decor. And many of you will already have this out and that's okay. You don't have to wait to put it out until this day. You can pick up a new piece. Oh, fuck, sorry. I'm there again, again, apologize for the You can uh, pick up a new piece of decor or you can make some new decor with items from nature. Uh, a lot of people right now don't want to spend a lot of extra money and I completely get that. You can totally make some cool shit from shit you find out in nature. Grab some sticks, grab some leaves, put some clear coat. If you have any clear coat spray paint, you can put that shit over leaves. Kind of holds them, makes them crisp, kind of holds it a little longer, so it's not going to, like, you know, die right away. Or crumble right away, anyway. Right away, anyway. That was weird. You can bring in pine cones. There's so many different options from nature that you can use, and it's not like it's going to stay in your home all year long. You really only need it to last, like, a month or so before we switch over to, like, all of our other decor, which in my house is literally just... Um, creepy gothic decor year round um, I have a black Christmas or black tree up that is our Christmas tree but it is black with purple lights and it's up year round um, we call it our silent tree here but you know it could be a yule tree when it's time but during Maven I do bring in a few other things from nature I'll spray paint it black we'll add a little bit of glitter and we just have a little fun with it but we do here, here in the Godfrey home we do holidays a little differently. Everything has a dark, gothic spin on it, and that's just who we are as people, who we've always been. But Travis's mom, when she was with us, she, this was her time of year. Fall was her absolute favorite time of year, so she went all out with the decor. In fact, um, she passed away uh, <laughs> during fall, and all of her decor is still up at the house, and it's really awesome way to pay tribute, but we make sure that we, I don't know why everything's being weird, we make sure that we do put out a few fall pieces every year just in memory of her and honor of her, so I always try to grab a new piece or grab something, um, because she always made a lot of cool shit, she would buy like the cheapest shit from the Dollar Tree or the, you know, anything cheap she found and then put it together and make something fucking beautiful of it, she could sell her stuff for $50, $60 a piece, but she would only ask for what she got out of it, or only ask to get out of it what she put into it. Never really wanted money for her time. She just wanted, you know, the stuff from the supplies back. And a lot of times people would be like, oh, that's beautiful. I really can't afford to buy anything right now. And she would just give it to him because that's the kind of person she was. So the whole fall decor and special autumn decor really does have a wonderful place in my heart and I always try to add something new I do try to be creative like her but I just don't have that creativity when it comes to fall items I try but it just um it's kind of hit and miss sometimes whether it it looks great or it looks a little fishy but either way it doesn't matter she would have still loved it because this is who she was so we put it out we honor her and then we um you know, put it away for next year, or if it's something that's not going to last, then obviously we return it back to nature, but um, this is just a great way to celebrate by decorating your home, and nobody knows that you're doing it for this reason, because everybody around is decorating their home for fall, because it's just what people do. You can also cleanse, organize, and decorate your altar for fall. So, when I say cleanse, I do mean clean and actually cleanse. Uh, this is a great time to give your altar a refresh, to come in and change things up, 
get the stale energy out of here with it. I have so many fucking feathers on my altar. It's crazy. They're everywhere. They're literally everywhere. And sometimes I don't even know where they came from. I'm wondering if there's not like a bird that flies into my house and deposits feathers and then leaves again because I don't remember putting all these feathers here, but somehow they always end up on my altar. Out of fairness, though, my house, there's feathers all over our house. Like, I find a feather daily, bring it in, set it down, and the wind takes it and puts it on another table, or Sky will carry it and put it on another table. Eventually, they'll all make their way to the craft room, and they are everywhere in here. I mean, there's if you literally slam the door too hard, the draft is going to pull feathers, and they're going to fly, because they're just everywhere. So dusting around them is kind of a bitch, but I have to do it, but... I do take this time, actually every Sabbath I take the time to go in and do a big cleanse and altar change and, and basically just kind of refresh my altar, give it a little bit of a sprucing up and add something new, change out my crystals, charge my altar crystals because I have, I have things on my altar that are just specifically for my altar, like different crystals and shit and then I have um, the tools and obviously this is a great time to cleanse those, recharge them tools, crystals, anything on your altar, take it out, clean it, cleanse it, put it back, or refresh it, swap it out, whatever, um, like I said, during the Sabbaths, I usually swap out crystals around my altar, and then I will cleanse them and charge them for specific intentions, it just depends on what I'm feeling at the time, but it's wonderful to just put your intentions on there when you clean, cleanse them, the tools, the crystals, the whole fucking altar, just all of it. I'm going to do it. Uh, fresh or dried flowers are perfect for decoration additives. You can just get a, like, I think we talked about, I don't know what episode it was. A lot of places when they have flowers that they sell, like bouquets um, in their stores, like especially places that aren't specifically a floral shop, supermarkets, convenience stores, things like that, they will just throw the flowers away when they die. Luckily for you, you can take them out of the dumpster if you see them. And there you have fresh, free, dried flowers. Fresh, dried flowers. That sounds weird. You know what I meant. Dying flowers. You can dry them out. You can add them to your decor. You can spruce them up. You can even just take the, the bundle and say, what's so alive? Put it in some water or try to bring it back. Either way, just add some flowers. Just a little hint or a little suggestion. You can even... Just add some crystals to your decor or a fucking pine cone. Literally, the options are limitless. Like, you have so many options of different ways that you can add in a decor piece. And again, no one is really going to know um, what you're up to unless they see your altar, obviously. But with the home decor part, everybody decorates for it. Obviously, if you have a full altar um, that's out and visible, people are going to know. I'm assuming people know. If you have a little travel altar, they have these little baby pine cones you can find on the ground. They're so fucking cute and tiny. Or grab a walnut or an acorn or something from nature to add to your little mini or traveling altar. And there you go. You have embraced the spirit and the season of Maven and added it in and celebrated. Another wonderful way to celebrate Maven is to prepare for Samhain. We are close, y'all. We are in pre-October. Spooky season has started. I don't care anybody says. Spooky season starts on September 1st. We are here. So, you can plan a party. You can 
start getting your decor ready. You could plan out your decor for your yard. If you are like us, we have a whole mapped out situation. We have a mock-up drawing of the yard. We plan out where we are going to put different decoration pieces, what we need to get. We start making the list of, all right, we need to get this, this, and this. We need to um, find these pieces. We need to clean this. We need to paint these. We need to touch these things up. We start this early on, but usually on Samhain, or I'm sorry, on Maven, that's one thing Travis and I do together to celebrate is we prepare um, any of the items that we need to for Samhain. So we will uh, we'll start planning early on, but we will do any of our touch-up things or we'll make some new decor on, on Maven. Um, and that's just like a little bit of our way of celebrating as we're preparing and prepping for the things to come. So... Yard decor is huge for us. Some people can't, but again, this is something that nobody's going to know what you're doing because, again, people decorate for Halloween, so it's not that big of a deal. Uh, you can plan out your costume. You can start or plan to start anyway some Halloween DIY projects. I don't know if you guys saw. Oh, I need to actually go share it. Travis made a TikTok and took some pictures. He did that uh, foam fire pit thing where you take the wood like you have a backing or whatever. So he took a piece of plywood, a giant square. He put some Halloween lights on there, some orange string lights. Used a staple gun to staple them down, filled the area with and covered over the lights with the spray foam and put some skulls and bones and shit in there too. And so when it dries, it it's hard and solid, but it looks soft and moving. And so when those lights shine through, it looks like fire embers. So he hit it with some black spray paint to make it look a little burnt in areas. And it looks fucking badass. It looks dope as fuck. So that is one that we made. We're going to make several more because we are going to do like a cutout and fill in our ditch and make it just look like it's on fire and shit's burning. So these are DIY projects that we will do on Maven as a way for us to celebrate together. And usually the kids will come and help us do some cool shit too. But this is just one way that we celebrate again um you know however you want to do it and no one's gonna know what you're up to because everybody decorates for Halloween I mean the most part of everybody it's also a great time to map out or plan out all the haunted houses and spooky shit you want to do for spooky season if you want to go on a haunted hayride I don't know if they have in other parts but here in the midwest we have haunted hayrides we have cemetery walks where they tell stories and creepy shit there's haunted houses and just a lot of fucking cool shit so this is a great time to get that stuff the ball rolling on that get fall autumn maven whatever you want to call it pictures taken with your with just you and your friends or you your spouse your partner your family just you it doesn't matter have some pictures taken here's the thing you don't have to spend a lot of money you don't have to spend any fucking money honestly you can do this for completely free you don't have to be a professional at it. I'm telling you. I am cheap. I don't like to pay for things. I I do pay for services and things, but sometimes things get outrageous, especially because I always forget to, like, book an appointment ahead because sometimes I never know when, like, the kids will be available for us to do shit or when my work schedule is going to allow me to do it. So here's what we do. All right, use your phone's camera. Literally. Especially if you have iPhones. I mean, I don't know how everybody feels about Samsung phones or, or not Samsung necessarily, but Androids. I love my iPhone camera. 
It is wonderful. Travis is amazing with pictures. Use the timer on your phone. So you get everybody set up, especially if you're doing, you know, with other people or get your background if it's just you, get everything set up, set your timer. So all you have to do is go over and look. The really cool thing to do to plan ahead so you know how it's going to look in advance is to video yourself in different spots or video your people in different spots so you can go back and look and be like, okay, I do like that pose. I like the way that's going to look. Then you can go walk over, change it to picture setting, set a timer, get back in place, and take some shots. Get a friend to come and take the pictures for you. And you, I'm sure... Somebody is willing to go and push a couple buttons for you for for like an hour. Watch some TikTok or YouTube videos on different poses, on how to, you know, do the best angle for your body type and all that random ass shit. Bring your own props and decor. You don't need to pay somebody to do all this shit. You can bring the shit from your own house. Literally, you can go outside in, in your backyard and add some props and shit. And with the fucking editing apps that they have these days... You can make it look like you're in a fucking beautiful field full of beautiful leaves and flowers and all kinds of shit because the editing software on these apps are is fucking unreal and 90% of them are free and they're really good ones that, you know, that may want to charge you. Nine times out of ten, they're going to have a free trial first. So, let's recap. You don't spend money. You can use your own phone camera use the timer and get a friend to take him if you don't want to use the timer do all that stuff you're gonna watch some tutorial videos on youtube or tiktok for how to pose and everything you're gonna bring your own decor props uh you can use your own backyard you can go to a park you can go to the woods literally any fucking where and there are like i said there's some amazing fucking editing apps for photos that are on your phone a lot of them have free trials so you have a lot of fucking options when it comes to pictures Yes, it is really good to pay people for their services. Photography is something that people really have passion about, and they're really good at um, doing the pictures and doing high-quality pictures, but sometimes we just can't afford it. So if you can swing it, absolutely pay someone to do it. If not, this is definitely an option, and it could just be a fun-filled day if you guys take in just some pictures that you're just going to post online anyway. Not anything major you're going to like, you know, majorly print out hand out to the whole family like the school pictures of your your baby's first kindergarten year this can literally just be something for fun just to celebrate the season and celebrate maven and just have something to look back on i don't want anybody to think like oh my gosh she's taking business away from small businesses and photographers no fuck i'm not i'm just saying sometimes on a budget you have to make some you know adjustments and do things a different way Yes, I would love to be able to go and have everybody have professional portraits done, but that's just not always a possibility. It's just not. I wish it was. Perhaps the easiest, cheapest way to celebrate Maven and really any Sabbath without anyone knowing what you're doing or who you are or what your motives are is to get your ass outside. Literally. Take a walk in nature, sit on a park bench, and just breathe in the amazing sense of fall. Meditate under a tree. Go for a walk in the forest or the woods or literally anywhere outside. Just breathe and reflect on the things that you are thankful for on this Maven day or Maven weekend or Maven week or Maven month. It doesn't fucking matter, honestly. Like, whatever works best for you. 
something just touched my leg. Um, it really is whatever is best for you. You don't have to be um, extravagant with it. You can just go outside and sit. Now, I know that there are some people who can't go outside for different reasons. You maybe be, uh, maybe be, <laughs> maybe quarantined, you may be sick, you may be in a position where you aren't able to physically go outside, open a window, and just let the fresh air in. Look out the window, gaze out there, anything. Again, there are some people who may not be able to open a window or to do that, and I completely get that. So you still have options, you're not alone. You can look out the window, light a false-scented candle that's going to remind you of being outside, some fresh scents, play some air, or some um, sounds. I think YouTube and I'm sure Spotify even has some different playlists of nature sounds. Anything that makes you feel like you're connecting with nature. If you are not able to physically go out in nature, you can bring nature to you. It may not be exactly the same, but anything you can do to create that nature feeling environment that you feel like it's it's nature for you, then that'll work. Again, I cannot stress enough how important it is to do what works best for you, what you feel connected to, what you feel is really the option for you. We're all different. This next one is one of my absolute favorite things to do in Maven. I usually do it on the weekend of Maven, but this year we're lucky and Maven falls on a Saturday, and that's have a fire. Now, you can do a big-ass bonfire, you can do a little bitty fire, you can do a medium-sized fire, you can literally do any fucking size fire that you want to do. Again, if you're unable to go outside, you can literally have a fire in a cauldron or a little glass dish that's fireproof, anything that you need to do to alter it so that it works for you. But no one is going to drive by or come by and see you having a fire and be like, oh my god, it's a witch. It's a fucking witch. Oh, fuck. Here we go. Hang her. Hang him. It's a witch. No. Because this time of year, people have fires. And it's just normal. So, having a fire is not going to tip anybody off if you're in the closet of you being a witch. Now, if I have a fire... And people see. They're going to be like, yeah, the witch is up to something because, yeah. It's just the way it is. I can't hide who I am. People here know who I am. People who don't even know me know the witch lives on Brady Street. It is what it is. I don't hide myself anymore. I spent way too many years in the closet and I just don't give a fuck anymore. So, we have some fun things we can do with the fire, though. So we can add to it. We can make it more exciting than just a fire. But also, you can have it be just a fire. Again, this goes with whatever you feel compelled to do. You can roast hot dogs or marshmallows or cook a whole fucking dinner on the open fire. Literally endless options when it comes to food with fire. We have even cooked the pizza on the fire. We put a grate over the fire and then we had how fuck uh, a uh, pizza that we put on it and then we made a dome out of aluminum foil and it was the coolest shit ever. It worked great, served its purpose, things were great. It is a wonderful, wonderful option. While you're doing this fire, take a moment to write down on paper things that you want to let go of. I mean, as we're moving closer to winter, there's things that we want to just forget about, things that we want to 
really get rid of, get out of our minds, get out of our heads, just let go of in general. We want it to be gone, done. We want to cut ties. This is a great time for cutting ties. Be done. So take a moment and write down on a piece of paper these things that you want to do. And then once you have these written out, close your eyes and reflect on how much better off you will be after you're done. After you've let go, after this thing goes away, after whatever it is, is no longer part of your life. When you've reached that spot where you've really felt like you're, you're there, then I want you to throw that piece of paper into the fire and envision that burning literally leaving your body, that burden, sorry, not burning, burden literally leaving your body as it blows away in the smoke into the night sky or day sky or whatever you're doing it. Get rid of it. Cleanse your soul by tossing shit away that you don't want. Toss away all the baggage, all the garbage, all the shit that you cannot handle anymore. Get rid of it. Try fire scrying. This is something I really like to do. It's also really cool to take a video or to just snap random pictures of a fire and see what you find in afterwards. It's really cool to do, um, if you have an iPhone, to do live photos where you take it and then you have like maybe, I don't know, what is it, like three seconds or four seconds of uh, a video. Basically, it's a short, tiny, tiny little video. It's, it's just capturing a, a picture moving. But there's so many different things that happen in that one little shot. And it's fucking insanely crazy. Like, that's one of my most favorite things to do during a fire is to fire scribe and to do, um, get some pictures, especially some live pictures, so you can get that movement and everything. And then you're always, I'm always amazed anyway. I'm sure you will be too. At some of the shit you capture when you take pictures of fire. It's fucking awesome. But it's a great way to just kind of receive messages from spirits around you, the energy, the fucking universe. The fire element is talking to you. Listen. Take it in. Absorb that message. Follow it. See what's popping. <laughs> you know, fire popping. That was, that was much funnier in my head. But don't think too much about it when you're when you're staring at the fire. Just clear your mind and gaze into the fire. Watch the, the flames dance around. It's just an amazing feeling. And maybe if you want to, you don't have to jot down anything that you think could be a sign or a message. If you, some people just are really good at remembering it all. I like to have a little notebook by me or my phone. I use the notes app all the time and I do a lot of talk to text so that I'm not constantly uh, looking down to type whatever. I can literally just talk and it's going to type out the text as I'm still gazing. So I'll do like a whole session of, oh my God, like I'm seeing a dragon chasing whatever blah 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 and then later I can go back and be like oh my god this shit makes so much fucking sense it's really cool it's a really great way to feel connected to nature and to feel like you are really just kind of having that moment and really full celebration kind of thing so do some fire rituals or spells Uh, don't be afraid to try something new you can really do a lot of stuff here just take your time Pick out what you want to do. Be careful. Be cautious. Don't burn yourself. Do a little cord cutting. You know, burn that rope. Burn that bridge. Symbolize the same thing. You get it. A lot of options there. Or literally just sit back and enjoy the fucking moment. Just sit back and watch those fucking flames dance and enjoy the peacefulness 
the, the beauty of it all. Get your journal out. This is something I tell you guys all the time and I'm really bad about. A lot of my journal shit is now all in my phone and I need to put it in my journal journal. But, you know, time is a bitch and I don't have a lot of bitches, so. Get your journal out. Reflect on how much you've grown and changed over the year. Read old entries. See if you can answer some of your old questions. This is one thing that really has gotten me is looking back to my early, early, early years of witchcraft. And now I'm able to go back and answer a lot of my my questions that I had. Like, I don't want to call myself a master, but some of the questions that were really basic that I had, I'm like, fuck, man, I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about then. That was also like 20 years ago, so, you know, we have grown. But it's really cool to go back and see your progress and see where you were a year ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, whatever. So journaling now about how you're doing, keeping up with that, with your journal and tracking your progress is really cool. Like a really cool gift for you for the future. So you can come back and look at it and be like, damn, I have really fucking changed. Take time to record your thoughts and, and things that you're thankful for and for the bounties that you've received this year. Uh, write about your blessings, just anything that you want to write about, how you're feeling in that moment, in that day, whatever. Just however you want to do it, whatever makes you feel. I hope that static is not coming to you guys. I think it's just my earpiece. Whatever makes you feel like you are really connected in that moment is what you should fucking do. Another very simple one. Simply light a candle before bed. Close your eyes. Take deep meditating breaths for a few minutes while giving thanks for your blessings. Just take a moment to really reflect on how far you've come, what you've received, what you've overcome yourself personally, professionally, emotionally, physically, literally any way at all. And just think back on all the things and be thankful. And then make plans to, you know, whatever. So as I said before, this is a time of balance, just like the light and darkness on Mabon. It is a balance of equal parts. Take time to find some balance in your life. I struggle with homework life balance, and that is something that I have really, really worked hard to try to adjust, and I'm just not able to do so. So this year is going to be one of my big, big priorities. Sorry, I had to pause there for a second and open the door because Sky was starting to fucking baby fit because she was not in here with me while I was recording. And she has to be right up here, right at my ass while I record. I think she feels like she is a big part of this and she needs to be here. So she gets really pissed when she's not in here for it. But that's on her because she didn't come back in after I took a smoke break, so... That's on you, Sky Baby. And she just looked at me like she fucking hates me, so that's cool. Back to finding the balance. I, like I said, I struggle with work and home life balance. Work just keeps taking over more and more and more and more. And I'm trying to push work down and just do my job and no more. But it's fucking hard because I don't, I don't even like that place anymore. I've lost all respect for the company and everything and I just want out of there so it's really hard um, because I just can't unfortunately they don't give me the tools to be able to have a decent 
work and home life balance. So that is something I'm going to really work on this maven of doing some spells to try to um, help alleviate some of that and the stress and make some fucking changes with everything. So, uh, like I said, take time to find some balance in your life. It could be any aspect of your life. It could be your craft life versus your mundane life, trying to find a balance where you, you are happy with the balance. Um, and sometimes balance doesn't always mean equal. I don't want to be equal parts work, equal parts home. I want to be where I am at work as little as possible, but still able to, you know, obviously receive a full paycheck and do what needs to be done, but be home more and spend more time with Travis, spend more time with uh, the kids, and especially spend more time with you guys. And that is where I'm trying to make things balance and give as little as I can to work and as much as I can to you guys and my family, because I feel like you guys are my family at this point. I feel like I said before, you know, every week I feel like I'm talking to my best friends and we're just having this great conversation. As crazy as it fucking sounds, I can feel your guys' energy. I swear, I don't know what the fuck happens with space-time and the fabric of all that shit, but I swear when I'm recording, I feel like I can hear you guys responding to me. Even though it's obviously impossible because one, you're not here. Number two, that would mean time travel and it's a little fucked up, but I feel like some higher energy from the future is coming back into the moment of me recording. I hope that makes sense. And if anybody else ever feels anything weird like that ever, please let me know because I'm very interested how, how shit like that is so fucking complicated yet just seems to be and exist. But sit, sit and think through parts of your life that you may feel maybe neglected a little bit or whatever and find a way to create a balance that will bring you harmony and bring peace to your life as well because you know what what is it all for what is it all for we are not put on this earth just to work and pay bills and struggle and have a little bit of time for ourselves no money to do shit because you know everything is so ridiculous in this economy and everything's going to shit we're not meant for that we're not meant to constantly be in survival mode we are here to enjoy the fruits of the earth and yet it seems to be a struggle for a lot of people so shit's gonna change clean your home and cleanse your home this is something that i highly recommend to you guys to everybody to do um every sabbath really but do a bigger one now so you guys know in spring we do spring cleaning we talked about this back um, in, uh, I think it was the Upstar episode. We talked about doing a spring cleaning of your home and a spring cleansing. We're doing the same thing with fall. So basically, we're going to do a total fall cleaning and cleansing. Just like we did in spring, we're going to sweep out the old stagnant negative energy. And we're going to welcome in the new, fresh, vibrant energy. Sage your whole home for a fresh start. So, the best way I found is to like, so it's just gonna be like spring cleaning. We're gonna do full cleaning of everything, wipe shit down, we're washing all the things, we're getting everything nice and new and fresh and clean and wonderful. And then we're going to cleanse the fucking atmosphere, cleanse the energy out, cleanse all the things. Next, 
is we're going to cleanse ourselves. Take your bath, take your shower, whatever. But we're going to do some good shit for ourselves. So you want to do a ritual bath or shower, either one, like I said. And then we're going to do some cleansing, meditation, and really cleanse our fucking brains, cleanse our souls. So let's start off fall with open chakras. Open all them bitches up. Get them all open and feeling good and just vibrant and full of fucking energy. We're going to catch up on any spells that we've been meaning to do, anything. Really, Sky? She's trying to climb my little stool so she can be up here while I record. She's such a handful. No, you're not going to knock shit over. She's a pain in the ass. Anyway. Any spells that you've been wanting to do or things you've been wanting to try in your craft world, you're going to make that a priority. We're going to do the things that we've been putting off because it's going to help cleanse our soul because that's going to be one less thing that's going to be in the back of our mind. We're going to bring all the shit from the back of our minds up to the front, deal with it, and then move on. That way we're not weighed down with all the stress or worry or wonder of anything that we didn't do that we wanted to. Write down anything that's been weighing heavily on your mind. And give yourself a pampering day. See this guy. Now, self-care is literally a great way to prep for the darkness that's to come. Are you fucking serious, guy? Oh, now you act like you don't know what happened? I'm sorry you guys have to get this. Like I said, a professional podcaster would delete all of this arguing conversation that they have with their cat, but nope, you guys get to hear it because she is a pain in the butt. She's absolutely adorable and my pain in the ass, so. And now that she made a mess, I think she wants out. She wants to be a pain. Nope, that was a fake out. She just wanted to pretend that she wanted out. So, by doing all this, we're cleansing our bodies, we're cleansing our souls, we're scrubbing all the junk out that's been blocked up in there, the going back to writing things down anything that's been weighing heavily on our mind you have a few options of what you can do with that you can burn it in the fire you can burn it in your cauldron or glass dish you can bury it you can freeze it you can do a lot of things with it or you can write it down and you can just address it deal with it and then process it anyway Uh, we all do those parts differently and that's completely fine we have our own ways about it and that's awesome because it would be a really boring world if we were all exactly the same. Setting your intentions and goals for the season. Again, these are things people just aren't going to know what you're doing. If you're writing a journal, if you're cleansing yourself, cleaning your house or whatever. I mean, they might have stayed in front of everybody, but these are all simple ways that anybody in the closet can still celebrate and have a full maybe experience without everyone knowing what they're doing. So like I said, setting your intentions and your goals this is something that's really important for me. I actually make a point to do this every single Sabbath. I break the year up into eights and kind of set short-term goals for myself, set short-term intentions. While I also do set long-term intentions and goals, usually at the first of the year, but I also do like certain checkpoints throughout. I have a five-year plan that is um, kind of up in the air now because things have really change that are making me want to speed it up but I'm not ready to speed it up if that makes sense like I'm not able to speed it up but I want to speed it up hope that makes sense but anyway this is something that's really 
really wonderful for me. It really helps me to kind of take inventory of my life, see where I'm at, check in on myself in a way. Just overall help me with a lot of things mentally as well. So write them down in a journal or in your phone, whatever you use. Um, you can write things on paper and burn them and let the smoke just carry your intentions into the universe. You can send off any way that you feel works best for you. Some people like to put their intentions in a bottle and put it in a body of water and let it float away. Literally, whatever works best for you. I have different ways I do things. I do a lot of it where I just journal it. I have checkpoints in my phone where I have a whole separate note list. And then I have uh, where it's like a little timer for, you know, six months from now. I want a reminder to go off or a timer to go off that says, hey, have you accomplished this yet? Or this is where you should be. Where are you? If you are here, then you are on the right path. If you are not here and you're in fact here instead, then this is the path we need to do take to get you back on track. Again, it's whatever works best for you. We're all different. We're all going to have our own ways. We're all going to have our own things that we do that make us feel like we are really connected and we're celebrating or just in fact that we are being honorable to ourselves and doing things a way that we appreciate ourselves and understand. Share your blessings. So while cleaning your home and doing your whole big, you know, fall cleaning and cleansing, go through any old things that you don't want or you don't need anymore. Donate them. Donate them to a thrift store, a church, Goodwill, anything. Or give them to somebody who you know would want them or would need them. I know in today's world it's easier just to have a yard sale or to do an online sale or whatever, but for me, honestly, that's a lot of work. I would appreciate the extra money, but honestly, I'm it's just too much for me to do like take a bunch of pictures just to sell something that I would sell for like a dollar because I can ever not 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 ever ask like super high prices of used items. I don't know what it is, but like yard sales, I always go super cheap because I just I put what I would want to pay to yard sale for it. It's a lot to do for like a dollar here, a dollar there. So I'd rather somebody who needs it get it and be able to use it for free instead of, you know, me gaining like two bucks or five bucks or whatever. There are a few things I have done. I have put some things online and just was a whole situation and I don't do that anymore. I enjoy having, um, I used to like doing yard sale and making money by selling a lot of things, but again, I just don't have time. I mean, that is a lot of time and effort when I could just give it to somebody who needs it and could use it a lot more. Make goodies for your family and friends and neighbors, etc. People you work with, whatever. Um, it's a great time to share baked goods and breads or pies or candies or whatever you do. Even little trinkets, make a jam. Whatever it is that you do or make, share some with someone. Share the kindness. You've been blessed in a lot of ways. Let's share those blessings with others. Speaking of baking, it's a great time to celebrate Maven by baking some goodies. All things apple, all things pumpkin, bread, sweets, cakes. Um, try homemade wine. That's a really cool thing to do. Or just drink wine while you're baking and cooking. And of course, pumpkin spice everything. All right, guys. We're going to have this conversation. We've had it before. Pumpkin spice. I, <laughs> I, 
always loved pumpkin. Pumpkin pie has always been my absolute favorite pie. I am diehard for pumpkin. I am not diehard for pumpkin spice pop things. Hear me out. I love pumpkin pie. I love pumpkin bread. I love pumpkin cake. I love pumpkin fucking one of those damn things I just bought those little Debbie pumpkin things. I like all the pumpkin. But I don't like a pumpkin spice latte. I don't like pumpkin spice coffee. I don't know what it is, y'all. I will drink cold pumpkin spice. That I like. I will get myself a iced coffee with a couple shots of pumpkin spice. We're good. But I just cannot drink hot pumpkin spice. Maybe I just have bad choices. Maybe I had a bad pumpkin spice latte and a bad pumpkin spice hot coffee. I don't know, but I don't like hot pumpkin spice unless it's pumpkin pie or breads or something like that. Everybody thinks, oh my god, you're so not like a witch because you're supposed to like pumpkin pie or pumpkin spice if you're going to be like all fall queen and shit. You know what? No. No, we're not doing that. I do like pumpkin spice Oreos though because those fuckers are good. Like they are fucking slapping. They're good. That's all I'm going to say about pumpkin spice. So, because I don't want to offend anybody because I know a lot of people love pumpkin spice lattes. But I just can't get on board with the latte part. An iced pumpkin spice latte though is good. I make no fucking sense. I don't get it. Maybe it's just because I expect only certain flavors in my mouth when things are hot. Like drink-wise. I don't know. It's weird. Whatever. Another great way to celebrate Maybun is to work on divination. This is a great time. <coughs> Excuse me. For scrying. Whether it be smoke, fire, crystal ball, cloud, black mirror, whatever it is that you do great way to work on scrying and really kind of let your imagination go and to see what happens um, do a tarot uh, maybe tarot spread you can look online and a lot of people have different versions up for it you can do your own version it really doesn't matter however you feel comfortable but it's it'll give you a glimpse into what lies ahead of this season um, connecting with spirits and energies uh, around you with through pendulum work or dowsing rods or speaking boards or literally anything that you're drawn to. Go to a farmer's market. You guys, I used to love going to the farmer's market and now ours is just kind of weird. It's still a farmer's market, but it's downtown. It used to be like in the school um, parking lot, like where the elementary schools, playground basketball areas. And you had farmers from the market people from all around would come and set up on Saturday morning. It was open all morning till like one. It was really cool and a lot of people came from far away and now we do it on a Thursday evening in a tiny little parking space downtown and it's just the same local people which I'm all about supporting local obviously but I miss these bigger vendors that would come in that were still small but like bigger just small. You know what I mean? Uh, still small just a little bit bigger but a lot of variety and a lot of fresh produce from the Attica area. Now, our uh, vendors here at this market is more like baked goods and made goods and tie-dyed shit and other stuff that's not necessarily a traditional farmer's market type. And I don't say we have to stick with tradition by any means. I just miss that option of having it. And it's also only open from like 4 to 7 on Thursday. So we're not getting in the crowd or the people like we used to. And it kind of sucks. Have a picnic. 
seriously super easy way to celebrate. No one's gonna know what you're up to. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy, have what you want. Have some maven foods, have fucking sushi. It doesn't really matter. It's whatever makes you feel like you're connected. Go to a fall market. Now that is different. That is where they have mostly like fall decor, different things like that. I've only ever seen like three of them. I think they're pretty cool, but find one you're cool i haven't really found one in a long time go apple picking or you know bob for apples anything that you want to do with fucking apple uh go to a pumpkin patch burn cinnamon in your house for your look oh my god you guys said twice right in the same fucking episode the universe is trying to sell me something because that never fucking happens Cha-cha. or just you know stay home light some false scented candles cozy up on your couch and just have your own fucking time do whatever you want but honestly literally do anything that makes you feel like you are celebrating maven you're the only one who can decide what is the best way for you to celebrate no one else can decide what what's best or the best way to celebrate at all or how it makes you feel, none of that. If you are doing anything in honor of Maven, then you are fucking celebrating Maven. It can literally be going to a fucking water park and you tell, this is what you say, or think, or whatever, or you feel, I'm going to celebrate Maven today by going to a water park, I'm in nature, I'm with water, nature being outside, the air, two of the elements here, air and water, earth, because you gotta, you know, walk there, some part of it, or whatever. The only element you're missing is fire, so three out of four, you're definitely with nature. And you're celebrating because you say you're celebrating. This is your way to celebrate it because you choose to celebrate that way. And that's absolutely perfect because it's your celebration. And don't let anybody take that away from you. If it's hot out, Charlie and I might go paddleboarding to celebrate Maven as one of our celebrations because we're going to be in nature in the water, on earth, in the river, in water. I think it's a water twice, but you get the point. So the whole moral of this entire fucking episode, we talked about Maven, we talked about the original things behind it and everything, and we talked about how to celebrate it in a modern way. And the most modern way to celebrate Maven is by doing whatever the fuck you want to do. Say you're celebrating. That's it. Literally. And I think once we become more confident in accepting that, then it's going to be easier for us to really enjoy it. My first time ever doing something that wasn't like quote unquote traditional ways and actually feeling like I was still celebrating and doing things was a little rewarding really. Because for so long I would do things and be like, no, I still, I, this is not right. I have to do something else. This is not, you know, the traditional way. And the first time I accepted the fact that, you know what? This is how I'm celebrating me, but this is what's important to me. And the moment that I fucking accepted that, it changed. I was able to actually really enjoy myself and feel like I had a connection to me. So trust your gut, trust your instincts, do whatever the fuck you want to do in honor of celebrating Maven. Hope you guys have an amazing day, week, month, year. I hope your Maven is absolutely spectacular and I really want to hear how everybody celebrates it. So after you've celebrated it, 
or listen to this episode or whatever, hop on over to the Facebook group and we will chat about it. We'll talk about the ways that we all celebrate them. Snap some pictures of you celebrating. Post them in the group. I want to see what everybody's up to and what they're doing. I want everybody to have an amazing time. So, if you guys want to reach out or send me any, um, yeah, send me any of your stories or questions, anything we want to talk about, like we talked about doing like a listener uh, story thing where we talk about, you know, our realizing we're witches and because um, the whole plan is, if you guys haven't listened to that episode yet, the plan is we're going to do a couple episodes where it's about you guys. So send me your stories of how you found out you were a witch or how you realized what you were. Send me stories of different times that you had um, intuitions that really came true and were really strong and something big that happened in, in your craft life that really made you see who you were, how powerful you were. Send me stories of anything that has to do with you and your craft and, and anything that you find very interesting or that you want others to, to know about. Or you can even stay anonymous. Just tell me you don't want me to say your name. But send me this, this, these things. Tell me all about things. I want to really start incorporating you guys into things a little more. So send it into thebasicwitch2020 at gmail.com. Put in the subject line, uh, listener story, um, listener info, whatever you want to do, uh, something like that. So I know what it is, so I can put it in a different folder and be able to access all of that easier. And then once we get a few, we will do a, a whole episode of listener stuff. And I think that'll be really cool. And we can all share stories and, um, I think it'll be a really cool way for us all to bond a little bit better. So again, I hope you guys have a wonderful time. You can find me on TikTok. Cassie, or no, TikTok is The Basic Witch 2020. You find me on YouTube, Cassie The Basic Witch. Instagram, Cassie The Basic Witch. Don't forget to join our Facebook group, The Basic Witch. And if you are listening to this and it has an ad in it, you can get your content a week early and ad-free along with bonus content by becoming a paid subscriber for 99 cents a month. All right, guys, I have nothing left in me. I'm exhausted, so I hope you guys have a great day. Let's be love you, bye.